Democrats are drafting legislation to criminalize Trump rallies to classify them as domestic terrorism. The Democrats release articles of impeachment against President Trump. And Twitter's market cap loses about $5 billion in value since they banned President Trump. We're going to into all this and more. Before we get into this, please drop a like, subscribe, notifications on every single day. Also, go download the American Now News app in the App Store. Please download it. Rated five stars. Also, be random ads playing throughout this content to help fund and support the show. Please bear with me. Let's get into this. So the Democrats have released the articles of impeachment against the President Trump for challenging fraud in the election and for the raid on the U.S. Capitol. Why are the Democrats trying to remove a president that is supposedly leaving office in nine days? Now, there's two answers to that question, but before we get into those answers, I want to read what this resolution says. So it's House Res and the House Representative in uh, subcommittee, whatever, resolution. Resolved that Don Donald John Trump, President of the United States, is impeached for high crimes and misdemeanors and that following articles of impeachment be exhibited to the United States Senate. So, I mean, he's not convicted of any crimes. He's not even been charged for any crimes, at least to my knowledge. Um, so the Arco's impeachment exhibited by the House of Representatives of the United States of America in the name of itself and the people of the United States of America against Donald, uh, Donald J. Trump, President of the United States of America, the maintenance and support of the impeachment against for high crimes and misdemeanors. Um, Article 1, abuse of power. The Constitution provides that the House of Representatives shall have sole power of impeachment that the president shall be removed from office on impeachment for the conviction of treason, bribery, and other crimes of misdemeanor. I don't know if that this is, uh, so it says the president shall be removed from office on impeachment for the conviction of treason, bribery, or other crimes of misdemeanor. I don't know if they're talking about if this impeachment also includes a removal or if that's part of the same process because the Senate needs to be the ones to remove him. In his conduct of the office of the President of the United States and in violation of his constitutional uh, oath faithful to exe uh, execute of the office of the President of the United States to the best of his ability, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States and in violation of his constitutional duty to take care of the laws be faithfully executed, Donald J. Trump engaged in high crimes and misdemeanors by willfully inciting violence against government in the United States in that. Let's see if they have any evidence of him telling people to go raid the Capitol. Let's see. Let's see if there's anything. I, I, I highly doubt it. On January 6th, pursuant of the 12th Amendment of the United States of the Constitution, the Vice President of the United States of the House of Representatives and the Senate met at the U.S. Capitol for a joint session of Congress to count the votes of the Electoral College shortly before the joint commenced uh, Trump, uh, President Trump addressed a crowd of his political supporters nearby. There he reiterated false claims that we won this election and we won in it won it by a landslide. Okay, you're, you're, he's just stating, I guess, his opinions or what he believes to be true. That's not inciting anything. When they go out there saying cops are killing y'all in the streets, is that not supposed to incite something? Is that not supposed to incite massive riots? So let's see. We won the election. Okay. He willfully made statements and encouraged and forcibly resulted in imminent lawless actions at the Capitol. Incited by President Trump, a mob of unlawfully breached the Capitol, injuring law enforcement personnel, menaced members of Congress, and the vice president interfered with a joint session, solemn constitutional duty to certify the results, and engaged in violent, deadly, deadly destruction, sadistic acts. Um, first off, um, immediately... Trump and every single Republican told everyone to go home, and they 
they disavowed what happened. Imme- immediately. Like within seconds. And it was only a small crowd of a couple dozen. Whereas half of those couple dozen were literally just taking selfies. President Trump's conduct on January 6th was consistent with the prior efforts to divert and, and, and uh, shut the certification of the results of the 2020 presidential election. Those prior efforts include, but are not limited to, a phone call on January 2nd in which President Trump urged Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger to find enough votes to overturn the Georgia. Uh, listen, I listened to that call. Uh, that was another nothing burger. Uh, the Democrats, they, they, they make things up. They try to rewrite history. They try to get some headlines in the news so this way they can use that as their fact. I mean, they, they, they're manipulative. In all of this, President Trump gravely endangered the security of the United States and its institutions of the government. He threatened the integrity of the democratic system, interfered with the peaceful trans- transition of power. Now, now, he said that there will be a peaceful transition. He did say that. And, um, yeah, I mean, challenging. I mean, th- th- what Trump is doing, what he is doing, that is that is what our country was founded on. He's trying to challenge the results, challenge the government, challenge what the establishment order of things are saying. That's what he's trying to challenge. That's not threatening the integrity of the democratic system. He's he's stress testing the integrity of the democrat system. Are we going to let this democrat system run wild and be controlled by the corrupt elite establishment types? Or are we going to challenge it? And see what we can uncover to see if our Democrat system is being ran, ran fairly. But, you know, Democrats are too stupid to even come to that conclusion. So, uh, coordinated, uh, powerful, and impeded coordinated branch of government, he thereby betrayed his trust as president to manifest injury, injury of the people of the United States. Wherefore, President Trump, by such conduct, has demonstrated that he will remain a threat to national security, democracy, and the Constitution if allowed to remain in office. First off, he's got nine days left, apparently. How has he demonstrated to remain a threat? By saying the election was stolen from him? That's not demonstrating a threat. If he went, he, if he went out there telling people to go raid the Capitol, I'd be like, yeah, you know what? That, 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 that could be considered a threat. You know what I mean? But he's admit, immediately telling people not to do violence, not to hurt law enforcement, be the party of law and order, be respectful, handle everything legally, and that's a threat. That, be consider that a threat. These people are something else. Like, I, I, I'm lost for words at this point. They're not even living in reality. Um, and acted in a manner grossly incompa- incompatible with self-governance and the rule of law. President Trump thus warrants impeachment and trial, removal from office, and disqualification to hold and enjoy any office of honor, trust, or profit under the United States. So I, this seems like them just trying to make sure Trump never runs again in the future, even though he'll, he'll probably be too old and not want to run again in four years. Let's be real. He'll, well, he'll probably pick and select somebody that can take the reins of the MAGA movement, someone that, that is good, or, or will pick somebody. I mean, hey, you know, Ted Cruz has really demonstrated his, his value and his worth to us. You know, we, we, we could pick somebody. We're not like the Democrats where they select who you vote for. We select who we vote for. So <laughs> it's been reported that the Democrats are drafting legislation to criminalize Trump rallies to classify them as domestic terrorism. Meanwhile, Democrats support and endorse BLM protests that turn into riots that burn down cities. Why not criminalize those gatherings? Now, it seems like I don't know. There's, there's no official uh, 
confirmation of this as at this time at the time i'm filming this um but this guy posted saint paul's big or whatever his name is uh former dc bureau chief of investigator uh business daily whatever institution whatever he does I don't know how reputable he is, but he tweeted out saying, Development. Democrats in both House and Senate are planning to draft legislation to classify MAGA rallies as domestic terror activities and require the FBI, DOJ, and DHS to stake, take steps to percent, pre- prevent such domestic terrorism. Senator Durbin is leading the effort along Rep. Uh, Schneider. Um, if this is true, um, this is this is dangerous. They, they are, it's almost like they're trying to radicalize people. It's clear. It's clear that the left is afraid. They're so afraid of the MAGA movement, the 75 million MAGA strong that showed up to the polls to vote for President Trump. That's what they're afraid of. They want to squash the MAGA movement at any chance they get. BLM could gather, gather every single day, fully endorsed, funded, and paid for by the Democrat politician and Democrat leaders and the mainstream media establishment. They can gather every single day, burn down cities every single day. But 12 people storm into the Capitol, take a bunch of selfies, break a couple windows and a door and steal a lamp. And now all of a sudden, the entire MAGA movement now is going to be declared as domestic terrorism. They're trying to squash our movement because they're afraid of our movement. They're not afraid of the movement because they think it's destructive. They're afraid of the movement because this is a very powerful move, very, it has a, a lot of voting power. And they know our next push over the next four years is going to be to make sure our elections are safe and secure. Once we have a safe and secure election, bye-bye Pelosi, bye-bye Biden, bye-bye Kamala, bye-bye AOC, once we have a safe and secure election, we will be a conservative Republican country for the next 20 decades. Okay? That's what they're afraid of. These people are sick, twisted individuals, and all they want is power. And if you, the, the only way you can truly get power is to have the will of the American people. Trump truly has the power. Even if he's out of office, Trump is going to have more power than Biden because the power lies in the will of the people. The people do not like Biden. They never selected Biden. That goes for the left and the right. The left is going to be just as unhappy with Biden as we will be unhappy with Biden. That's just that's the reality of what is going to happen. He's going to be one of the most unpopular presidents in U.S. history. And then meanwhile, you got Trump, who's beloved by his base. So take for that what you will. So Twitter has lost over $5 billion in value since they banned Trump. They would drop even more once quarterly reports start to come out. So now all I'm going to go through the stock, but I'm going to say, listen, I guarantee you it was the Twitter employees that pushed for Trump to be banned. And I hope they have their applications ready because they're about to lose their jobs. I mean, the, the Twitter stock has been very uncertain for a long period of time now. It's something investors don't really like, but Twitter was saved by Donald Trump. That he, he saved it because he gave people a reason to go on Twitter. They ban him in an after-hours trading from the moment they ban him. There's a reason why they ban him on a Friday. They ban him on a Friday during after-hours trading. There was only like an hour or two left of after-hours trading. They banned him because they knew the next day if the market was open, they would have tanked even more. So when they banned him, they lost $1.2 billion in market cap just in after-hour training alone. Then they opened up, and they were down 10% 
They had a market cap, I think, of about $42 billion, and then their market cap dropped to $38 billion. It was actually lower because they did recover six, almost 7% throughout the day because they dropped so low. I mean, that, that seems to be a trend that I see in the market. Usually when a big business company has like a bad news story, they'll drop really bad at first and they'll slowly make their way back. But the ramifications of this Trump ban is going to hold throughout when the quarterly reports drop. So they're dropped down to 38 billion dollars in market cap they might they might climb back up to 40 uh buddy of mine was saying is they'll probably experience an artificial boost but once the big firms start selling once you know somebody like um what's his name warren buffett comes out and's like yep we're selling to twitter you know then it's going to surface some really some heavy tankage so i can see twitter's market cap going as low as 15 billion that's going to be my prediction and i think right now they have about 2000 employees or maybe just under and they're probably going to do massive layoffs they're probably going to lay off a few hundred employees if not yeah, at least at least four or five hundred employees are going to eventually get laid off from Twitter because of this move. Mark my words. I'm I'm right about ninety percent of the things that I say on this show. Mark my words. We're gonna soon see not soon, maybe when the quarter reports drop, we're gonna see massive layoffs coming to Twitter. We're gonna see their stock evaluation tank, we're gonna see investors pull the plug, and Twitter, I believe, is losing money every single quarter. They're the they're the only social media app to actually lose users or not gain any users uh, during coronavirus. That's right. When coronavirus hit, every single social media saw a bump in their users, except Twitter. <laughs> so during the best possible market conditions for Twitter, they during an election, during coronavirus, during lockdowns, the best possible market conditions had them at not even growing. If that doesn't say where this company is headed, I don't know what does. But Jack Dorsey, the CEO, he clearly doesn't care. He's got his square company. He's probably making so much money there. He's just suicide bombing Twitter because he was radicalized by his own platform. Now Twitter is going to become a giant, massive echo chamber, especially when more alternative networks start coming out. Parler uh, is probably going to be down for a few weeks, maybe even a month in my opinion, because they just had some terrible coding on their app from the start. They really should have been preparing for this. They really should have had their own servers ready to go at the drop of a hat. But, um, yeah, thank you guys uh, so much for watching and listening. Please like, subscribe, and locations on every single day. Also, go download the American Now News app in the iOS coming soon to Google. Download it. Give it five stars. Give it a nice review. It's ranked number six right now at this current point in time in news. Also, if you enjoy my show and support me, please become a patron. Patreon.com slash Joey Salads. If you donate, I will give you a call. Just please give me some time before calling you. It's been very busy, and I haven't really had the time to really get to the calls. We're trying to really build out the app and make the app really good i'm trying to make improvements on it while the iron's hot um and you go listen to the full episode of my podcast on all the podcast apps the joey saladino show thank you so much for watching and listening peace out